This is the Fearless Launching Show. We are doing a very special six-day series. Yes, yesterday I called it a five-day series, but then I threw something in that wasn't initially in the series. And so now it is a six-day series. Okay, sue me. So on today's Fearless Launching Show, we're going to be talking about the power of systems and why it's not what you think it is. And even if and even if, and even though you are a creative soul, we've got lots of artists, fine artists, um, visual artists, as well as just creative souls in, this, in the, the audience of this podcast, the power of systems. That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, well, let's dive in. All right. So on the surface, systems might make you kind of... Uh, get a little bit crazy in your belly. You might be like, "Mm, I don't know about systems, but really I want to encourage you to just broaden your definition of what a system is and why they are so powerful as you're moving into 2020 and beyond what they are going to do for your launches and your business and every single thing you do in, in your life even. Okay, so systems are just the way we do things. And hopefully, let's say we've got a a way of doing things, we keep doing those things the way we're doing them. You know, assuming that they're working, assuming they don't need any updates, which time to from time to time, they need updates. We've done some podcast episodes and interviews with people who that's all they focus on are systems in business, business systems. So I'm going to probably link a few of those in the show notes. So make sure to check down down in those show notes um, over on the blog and we'll make sure we get something set up for you. But for systems, this is why systems are so key during a launch. And, and really this goes along with some of the things I've talked about before about the things, the dangerous things that people are telling you you shouldn't do. So you might see a system as something that is cold Maybe an evergreen funnel is a system to you, and that's a system. And it is. It is a system. However, you can still have your business built on top of systems, on basically the way you do every single thing. So you have your podcast system. You have your blogging system. You have your newsletter process or system. You have the way you do webinars. You have the way you do launches. All of those things are key. So systems can be the way you do things, the way, the how you do things. Now systems also include what, the what, and actually the more detailed stuff that you do in these things. So the way that systems comes into play for me, especially in launches, is that I've got a library of assets and you know, I don't use all of those assets every single time, but I know at some point, and this has happened many times where I said, you know, I know there was this one email I wrote back in that 2014 launch. I remember those words so well. They almost made me cry. Just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, you you remember something you said, you wrote a piece of copy. Where was that? I don't remember. And so... If you have a system in place, it means that, let's say at the end of every single launch, you make sure that you have a little folder in your Google Drive that has all of your emails, that has all of your landing page links, whatever they were, for videos, for 
for your wait list, for your sales page even. Like you just have links to all your things that were in the launch for a webinar, whatever. Um, and you have like this whole little kind of thing of all the things you created for that launch. You can do that every single time. And in fact, it becomes in really handy. You might even want to put your post-launch review in there as well. That cuts, So you can remember, okay, well, here are those emails. Yeah, these did not get great open rates. We are not using those again. Now, of course, you'll have that information in there as well for bonus points. Now, another system related to this, another kind of thing you want to be thinking about in terms of repeatable stuff and that's what that's another thing about systems they're repeatable so the more you can make repeatable and reusable in your launches the better so here are some examples of that and I'm you know I'm talking off the cuff to you right now I talk about this stuff all the time I'm not writing a script. I So sometimes this is going to be very conversational and you're going to be like, Anne, I cannot follow you. So make sure to reach out to me. Tell me where you're stuck so that we can continue that conversation. In fact, um, before I go on, make sure to go over to the Fearless Launching. I have like a free group over on Facebook. It's not even called Fearless Launching. It's called the Launch Lounge with Anne Samoylov. I'm going to put that link in the show notes below so that you can just click over there. Keep the convo going because this is what launches need require is ongoing conversation, um, musing about what happened, what didn't happen, what's working, what's not working. That's how we all stay current. So pop on over to that group if you want to do more of that uh, with us over there in that free Facebook group. So whenever I Part of my launch process, there's one key thing that goes into this. So say I've categorized, I've put my launch in the library with all the assets, all the good stuff. Um, I also, at the beginning of every single launch, I make it part of my process to go through some of those, not all of them, but after a while you start to realize, oh yeah, that had all the good stuff. So over time, hopefully you're doing this. And so the first time it takes the most time, but you're going to do a full inventory of not just the stuff that maybe were, that was, how do I say, directly related to the launch, but maybe, you know, stuff that kind of was on the outskirts of the launch blog posts that maybe led up to you even announcing that the doors were open, not even pre-launch content, not your video series, not your challenge, but what was that stuff you were talking about leading up to your launch? Did you have like a month of related blog posts or related podcast episodes? Uh, that's the stuff you want to catalog as potentially being stuff that you can reuse during this launch. Did you... Did you do any interviews, any past guest posting or guest interviews on other people's podcasts? Were you involved in any summits or online events or did you speak at any places? And maybe there's some, not just content, but maybe there is, maybe there's some other useful information in those things that led up to your launch. So you want to think of all the pieces, not just like the specifics, like, oh yeah, we can reuse that landing page. We can reuse that 
we're definitely using that again. We're going to redo the webinar, but we're going to use those same pages. Like you might make those decisions, but it, but I, I love looking outside. So first I look at all the content that I've already created because I don't need to create any more usually unless I do want to freshen things up. And at this point I've got like 12, 2012, how many? eight years of launch content like in the last couple of years I've been branching out a lot more just because I'm like how much more do you got to say I I've been doing a lot of improving of existing blog posts and I could do that for days that believe me if you ever go, happen upon a blog post on my blog that isn't doesn't seem updated it's because it probably hasn't been <laughs> okay we're working on it we got a lot of content to go through but regardless I think it's always a good idea to just go through, do an inventory of that. Then I want you to go through and do an inventory of all the people that might be able to help you that helped you in the past, designers and Facebook ads people and whatever, or courses that gave you a to-do list, a checklist of some sort, uh, whatever that might be. Someone, like sometimes I'll go into uh, Business by Design and I, I love the little... Um, process maps that they give you in that program that James Wedmore gives you in the program because I think those are helpful. Now, I don't think they tell you how to do the work or how to get it done, but they tell you what to do. That's important. And I think that a lot of people don't know what to do next. So why am I mentioning all of this? Because if you can keep track of what you're creating, how it relates to the things you're launching, your products, your services, and you know where to get everything in some way, launching becomes that system. This is something that we talk about actually in, we talked about in one of the bonuses inside Fearless Launching, and it's about relaunching Creating Fame, which is a program that Laura Roeder launched many many years when I was working with her and she she was doing it I think a couple of years before I even started working with her she does not offer that program now but we talked about it in terms of it being a system that you're constantly improving so that you know your customer emails are all the same and da, 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 all of the things that you have all created it's not like you start from scratch every single time so there another there's two reason i two reasons i mention this because you got a lot you got some people out there and i've been talking about this a lot so i'm probably going to she's probably going to reach out to me <laughs> one person specifically but I am all about making whatever I can systematize in terms of like an evergreen funnel, using web and evergreen webinars, all of that kind of stuff. But don't you tell people not to live launch because that is an important way to build your platform is to be there. And it's not to say you can't do it in other ways. Sure, your evergreen webinar system can be running on its own, but I think it sets up this... Um, I think it sets up a thing that says, well, live launches are so different from evergreen launches. They might be, but actually you can get information faster in a live launch, I believe, especially because you're not required. Like when you're creating an event style launch, you're inviting people in and you're going to find out right away. Do they even want to come in? <laughs> Did they purchase? And the evergreen funnel, which I love, 
it also can get away from you if you're not on it and checking it and monitoring it weekly and monthly and quarterly and knowing knowing how to up your numbers and you, you really can get lost in that. I'm I'm saying that from a personal from personal experience because that's what happened to me a little bit last year until I kind of caught my rhythm with it, but in the end though, you're still creating the same work. And if you can systematize what you do with a live launch and you love that energy of other people being there and you thrive on going live on video, then it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to feel like feast or famine. You can still have that passive feeling income. You're just going to be there. You're going to be there alive. And I I just, I always feel like it's dangerous to tell people, definitely don't do that. Unless, of course, it's like, don't drink poison. Of course, don't drink poison. But I think it's a little bit, and I, I know why people do this. I, I really do. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop uh, harping about it. But systems will make every type of launch you want to do, whether it's a live launch, an evergreen style launch, a, an always available product launch somehow, whatever the way you decide to launch, it's going to be, it's going to be possible and it's not going to feel overwhelming. I feel like it's going to be stressful no matter what, when you put out your stuff to the world. So systems just make it easier for you to repeat without having to recreate things from scratch every single time. And that's it. That's, that's, that's my... That's my rant for the day. So what I want to what I want to kind of encourage you to do today just to, to get started. Look at your content. Look at the content specifically that connects with whatever you're going to be promoting, selling or what you promote sell on a regular basis. Like what pieces of your content. Now, if it all applies, Pick the best performing content, okay? Same thing with your audience in terms of where they are. Um, email, podcast, social, where on social. Uh, what formats do you have? Do you have lots of videos? Do you have things already created? Did you do a launch before? And maybe just a lot of people didn't get it. You created this whole challenge and nobody showed up do the challenge. Again, you already created the things. So just do that inventory. That inventory is going to be a huge stepping stone for you and give you really real clarity on, wow, I actually finished way more than I thought I did. But that's going to give you that first step. And in terms of knowing where you're going to be working from. Now, it you may want to do an inventory as well about what you know of your audience and the people that you believe are the ideal customer for whatever it is you're offering or whatever it is you're going to be selling or launching or promoting. Um, so that's what I want you to do today. Okay. And if you haven't already, make sure to go back and listen to the last three short episodes. They're all there. If you're listening to this later than January, 2020, well, guess what? All six episodes are here. So just keep on trucking. Okay. I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for listening to this really short off the cuff episode of the Fearless Launching Show. We've got two more to go. These are good ones. And if you're enjoying these, I want to encourage you to join me and uh, let's see, we've got like 857 people or so over 
as of this recording over in the launch lounge on Facebook. I'm going to put that link below. Just go request access. You're going to answer a few questions because we got to know how we're going to help you. And then we'll let you in. And we host classes in there and we chat and, you know, we're just getting getting going if you're listening in January and we'll be having some fun in there this year. So hopefully I'll see you over there and that's it. Have a great day and I will see you in the next episode.